Be advised, this episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast gets a little bit racy, so you might want to have the kids leave the room and buckle up. Coming soon to uh, Broadway, uh, uh, Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood, a one-man stage. (laughs) Perfect. It's a beautiful day in the celebrities' home. A beautiful day for Tandon. Could he be mine? Could he be mine? It's a liberty day in this Johnson Woods. A liberty-ish day for Gary. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. I'm your host today, Governor Gary Johnson, the libertarian candidate for president. This is episode number 258 which means you can find the show notes featuring links to all sorts of stuff over at lionsofliberty.com slash 258. Now, now before I get into the show, I know you Liberty folks love listening to the Liberty podcast, so I've got a few I want to recommend to you. First of all, we got the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. They're great, like me. They're they're fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Johnny's always always smoking up by the playground, that guy. And then we've got the Lava Flow podcast. Now, Roger Paxson, he he's always giving me and my man Bill Weld a hard time. I, I don't really know why. We're we're just doing our best out here, but he, I do recommend checking out the Lava Flow podcast nonetheless. And and finally, one of my best friends, actually second only to Bill Weld, my best friend on the planet, Chris Spangle and the We Are Libertarians podcast. Chris taught me everything I forgot and never knew about libertarianism. Be sure to check all of these fine podcasts out. Now, I, I want to get started by bringing in my, my co-running mate, my future co-president, and tonight, my co-host, my best friend in Thanks, the Thanks, Gary. That, that's enough. Uh, I, I'm I, running I, with him. Huh? Huh? This is Governor Bill Weld. Hey, Bill. Hey, Gary. You you talked a little more than I would have liked, uh, to be honest with you. Well, you Um, said I had at least two minutes. I I know what I said, but what I meant was, you know, to say a couple words and then shut up and let Uncle Bill take over, you know? All right. Well, well, what are we doing here this evening on, on Halloween? Well, if you'd shut up, I'd tell you, Gary. Oh, here's what we're doing now. Governor Bill Weld has an idea for tonight. It's it's Halloween. It's one of my favorite times of year. Back, you know, when I was a Republican, uh, I would always go out on Halloween, and uh, and I know you were a Republican too. But when I was a Republican, always go out on Halloween. So I'm thinking we could go trick or treating. It's the bomb. What do you think about that, Gar Gar? Well, that sounds great. Can I can I eat all my candy tonight? We'll see how you behave, but that's a good question. Well, hey, tell you what, you can eat all your candy if I okay. can stick my face in your freezer and drink all of your bourbon. Well, Bill, you're you know, as you know, I don't I don't drink alcohol anymore, but as I've always said, my freezer is your freezer. Thank you so much. I did you know don't drink alcohol and, and you haven't smoked weed for, for how long now? Six uh six, seven weeks. Uh, wink, uh, wink, I wink, it's wink. It's been wink. six weeks. Oh wait, or is it six <laughs> weeks since the last time I said six weeks? It's been some time. That's some that's some math. That's some that's some government math. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go trick or treat. Well, what are you what are you uh dressed as, by the way, Gary? Well, uh I am dressed up as as a libertarian. <laughs> 
Well, you smack gonna... my tits, so am I. I'm also dressed as a libertarian. <laughs> All right. You think they're going to buy this one? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? The delegates bought it. <laughs> hey, you idiots. Bunch of idiots and maroons. Bunch of maroons. Oh. All right. What do you say? What do you go? Let's go. Let's go door to door, huh? Huh, let's Gary? Do Gary? It. All right. Uh, feel free to light up and, and toke one for the road there, buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm way ahead of you, Bill. Excellent. I, I, be, I believe the, the presidential drug test doesn't apply to Halloween. All right. No, it does not. So All right, really, so nice late neighborhood, the Liberty Hood here. Yeah, it's a beautiful Liberty Hood. It's, it's a beautiful day to be in the Liberty Hood. Uh, as long as we're going to be here, I think that's only going to be till about November 4th or November 8th, I should say. But, uh, you know, while we're here, we might as well take in the sights. Uh, here's what, what, a nice what, house. What happens that day? Uh, yeah, no, it's this whole... Uh, election thing it doesn't matter let's just say i hope well we're gonna go vote of course i gotta cast my ballot for uh, for uh hillary i mean uh for the johnson weld ticket ah uh, yeah you but you'll yeah. probably forget i think i do you need to register to vote is that uh, a thing you need to if do, you're or? running for president do you i don't know that's a good question oh we're gonna have our people look into that yeah exactly oh there we go hold on here we're, we're at the we're at the first house. Let's uh, let's see if this anybody's is a nice here. House, Bill. Open up the damn door! It's Governor Bill Weld. Hello, hello. I'm oh. Mitt Romney. Who's oh. that, Bill? <laughs> hey, Mitt. Bill, is that you? You it's... crazy son of a bitch, Bill. <laughs> Your All hair the way looks from great. Massachusetts. Hello, I, I'm here too. Hi, hi. It's me, Gary. Gary, just stay crazy behind. Crazy little me. hippie with you. It's me, Gary Johnson. The libertarian Never. candidate for president. Gary, you stink. You stink of marijuana. Oh, That's, no, no, uh, no. I haven't smoked in at least six weeks, days, <laughs> minutes. The, the point is, I'm, I'm not high. Well, since you guys are on my front porch here, I, I did see you in the news recently, Gary. You were talking about cocaine and drugs. I read an article in the, the Daily Caller that talked about it. What was that all about? Well, sure. I mean, I, I was talking about the war on drugs. And, and let me, I, what, what I actually said was, well, I said, well, let me just tell you something about cocaine. Cocaine puts holes in your heart. Whitney Houston, now, now that's your typical cocaine user who dies at 50 from a heart attack. I'm not sure what my point is was in bringing that up, but you no, know, interesting, huh? And the, the point is, drugs kill people, but the war on drugs doesn't really help. Waging a war on it doesn't doesn't help anybody. You shouldn't be throwing people in jail. If someone like Whitney Houston, who's rich and famous, is gonna is gonna kill herself with cocaine, well, that's what she's gonna do. Bill, damn well right, Gary. I, I, I yeah, you shouldn't have said it without me. If I was there, I would have made a little bit more of a coherent point. But yeah, I mean, hey, you can't argue with the fact that uh, Whitney Houston had cocaine holes in her heart. Bill, what has happened to your conservative values? We gotta keep the drugs away from the streets, away from the commoners. Well, we you know, we once, uh, once we get into office, we'll have a task force for well, that. Whitney, Whitney died in her bathtub, not the street. <laughs> well, that's, that's irrelevant, Gary. Always making up stupid things no one cares about. Well, typically I make bourbon in my bathtub, so there's no dead Whitney's in there. Well, anyway, Mitt, what do you what do you think about? So that was a, what a trick or a treat, according to you. I don't know what's happening. I got I'm holding a pumpkin here. Okay. It's a plastic pumpkin. I don't know what to put in it. Everything Gary says about drugs is terrible, so it's a trick. Oh, well then, I bid you good day, sir. I was hoping for an edible. Actually, you know what, Mitt? Why don't you come along with us? You want to go trick or treating? 
I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll come along, but I can't endorse it. I cannot endorse what you're doing. Right, that's fine. Come on. Here we go. We're off to see the wizard. Good thing to say. I guess he can come. All right, you know, I got a special place I want to show you, Gary. I've never, I've never shown it to you before, but it's, uh, this, oh, it's the great. place that I grew up, and uh, it's the place that I that I call home. You know, it's not just my Liberty Hood, and it's it's the Bill Weld, it's my Mind Weld. Yeah, the Mind Weld. Welcome, Gary. What do you think about this? You know, in this neighborhood, in this neighborhood, oh. there's lots of money, Gary. This is an amazing place, Bill. isn't it? Hey, you know these what, are Gary? The you biggest can get houses I've ever seen. That's right. Guess what size candy bars they have at these houses? Hopefully, the really big, full kind, the extra large yeah. family size. We're talking king size candy bars in the Bill Weld, everybody. So let's go. Hey, oh, by the way, that's uh, right. You see, that's my my house right there. It's uh, that big white one. And next door, you see that one. It used to be white, but now it's uh, it's a little dirty and tainted from all the the things that have happened. But that's Bill Clinton's house and Hillary Clinton's oh. house and uh, and Chelsea's tree house is right there. You see that. I never knew you all lived in the same neighborhood or were neighbors and, and friends. Huh? Yeah, we, 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 uh, we've stayed pretty, um, you know, pretty, pretty tight over the years. Hey, well, you know, why don't we go over and say hello? I'm sure they're home with some, some candy for us. Let's go up to the, let's go up to the door and say hello. Well, I'll be damned if it isn't Bill Weldon, uh, and some guy. Hillary, it's me, Hillary Gary Kelsey. Johnson. Who? Gary Johnson, the libertarian candidate for president. I have no idea who you're talking. Hilda, come here, Hillary, Hillary, darling. Can you come, come here and see these these fellas? They're dressed up as uh, I think they're libertarian. Are you boys libertarians? The costume worked again, Bill. This is going great. We got them right where we want them, Gary Bear. Hi guys! Oh my goodness, look at your pretty costumes! These, these, these two kids, you know, it's been, your whole candidacy has been so adorable! Oh! I'm sorry, I got faint there. Hillary, you okay? Oh damn, well, I, I think you boys better, um, you boys better move Trick or treat? Yeah, it's um, hmm. yeah. You know what? Sure. While while you're here, I'll I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a, a treat. Uh, well, it was a treat for me actually, as as a Clinton. Uh, I, by the way, Bill, thank you so much for uh, for your statement attacking Trump and uh, and you know not not mentioning Hillary at, at all. That was uh, that was wonderful. So I want to give you you boys some candy for that. That was great. Uh, but yeah, just you know, I I just really loved. Everything that you said, uh, Bill, just remind me real quick. Just, just, just say a, a few sweet, a few sweet, sweet words from that statement that you, that you put out. Could you, uh, just, you know, while Hillary's on the floor, I, I like to, to do my dirty business. And I, I think that that might help you out. Well, it'd be my pleasure. How about this? Um, uh, Mr. Trump had some charisma and panache and intellectual quickness. Uh, these qualities can be entertaining, yet more than charisma, more than intellectual ability is required of a serious candidate for this country's highest office. A serious candidate for the president of the United States must be stable, and Donald Trump is not stable. Oh, that's right. You keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, throughout this campaign... Uh, Mr. Trump has demonstrated an inability to handle criticism or blame well. His first instinct is to lash out at others. And when challenged, often responds as a child might. 
Oh, don't stop talking, sugar cookie. That's got my Clinton rolling. That's got good old Bill going. That's a treat. Oh, oh God, I got it all over here. Bill? Bill, what have you been doing to me? Why been I gotta go, guys. Merry, uh, Merry Halloween. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, she, uh, she fell on the floor. I, I've never, I've never seen anything like that, Bill. Like, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure. Good thing we're socially tolerant. We are we socially ex- tolerant. Yeah. Uh, I wish we'd still said liberal, but you know that's fine. But you know, we were was- the we were the first governors to ever accept that that sort of thing. We just saw. Yeah, you know, and I liked uh, gay people, which makes me a libertarian. That, I that like one that. thing that made me a libertarian. See how easy it is. Halloween high five. All right. I think we both high five. We high five high twice. There it was both hands. But yeah, that uh, she's going to be the next president of the United States. She's got my vote. That uh, that claim. Wait, wait, what? Your vote? Well, I thought. Aren't you voting for? for uh, me I meant. Uh, I meant my American Idol vote. She's going to be on American Idol uh, next uh. next season or Dancing with the Stars. It, it doesn't matter. Why don't we? You know, my my garbare my uh, my feet are tired. Why don't we? Why don't we take a a break from from trick or treating for a bit and uh, maybe we should just call it a night. Uh, Bill Bill's got a little drunk. I don't have much whiskey left in this bottle anyway. Whatever you say, Bill. All right, Gary. Kiss on the forehead. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, Charlie. Neighborhood of Make-Believe. Oh, 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 my God. What a what a dream. Uh, the trolley woke me up. Oh, my God. We're all, we're all here. Hey, I had the craziest dream, guys. Mark. Mark, wake up. Hey, what's up, man? What's What the heck? What the? Did, that was weird. Oh, Holy boy. Shit, that was really I, know. I don't know. I, did you have a dream about uh, Bill Weld and Gary Johnson trick or treating? Yeah, that was that was weird. And I was Gary Johnson, I guess. And um, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know what I ate or what on. I smoked. Did we actually share the same dream? I How think we happen? did. Wait, wait, uh, Odie Rico, get up. Get up. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> I was dreaming about Mitt Romney again. What the heck is going on again? I mean, for the first time, again? first time. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I think we were legitimately in the land of libertarian make-believe there. I think we were. Must have been. We must have been. Rico, are you alive? <laughs> I'm alive now. All right. <laughs> it wasn't before. So we're all here. You guys heard it. Welcome. Welcome to uh, the start of, I guess, the actual show of Mr. What, what's Johnson's. What's your name for, for people out there that don't know? Oh, hey, guys. Are. It's Brian McWilliams. Howdy. You might know me from I'm other Mark episodes. Claire. I'm I'm the host of the Lions Liberty Podcast. Brian here is the host of the regular Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood that you hear on this podcast feed yeah. every couple weeks. We've got John we've got Odermatt, some- host of Felony Friday. Hello. And a guy in, uh, we call Rico. I'm the host of nothing. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, okay, guys, you know what? We had a, we just had a crazy trip there. Uh, I don't know about you, but my head's hurting. I, I, the only thing I could think of to solve this problem is to drink. And I have uh, opened up a, a bottle of Beck's Oktoberfest myself, which is not the best Oktoberfest, but it's the only thing they had at the Ralph's. And also, I'm drinking some uh, some whiskey to back it up. I actually ate some ayahuasca that I got from uh, my my man Mike Brancatelli. So, um, but I'm also drinking some Modelo. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm blaming the trip on. I think it was the ayahuasca that whole weird. The same Modelo you left in the bathroom before the show. <laughs> Your bathroom Modellos. I thought that was a private off-air conversation. Nothing's <laughs> private from our audience. Mark yeah, lost yeah. his lost his beers in the bathroom. I momentarily <laughs> misplaced my Modellos. It's no big deal. We don't need to harp on it. Odie, no what are you deal. drinking? I'm drinking for the first time. It's called uh, Jack's Hard Cider, and uh, it's pretty good. I guess I, I got into this thing where I'm drinking 
these drinks that have a first name before them. I don't know what that means. The Henry's and then Jack's and I don't know what they're the all other. your best friends. <laughs> Never drink alone. What about you, Rico? I'm just drinking some uh, rum and cider. You love that cold, rum and cider. Cold fall day here in Cleveland. Now, every time Rico's been on any of these shows, he's drinking rum and cider. I, I applaud it. Well, yeah, well, you know, let's get into this. You guys, we let's let's bring that. We all had that same crazy, insane dream that I'm hoping somehow got recorded on audio, <laughs> so our audience could also have heard it. But let's talk about some of those things, those crazy things. I mean, first off, what what the hell was Gary Johnson talking about with that Whitney Houston cocaine thing? Uh, I don't, I don't know, Gary. I yeah, have no idea what his point was. We, we but... tried asking Gary, and he just went on another weird rant. <laughs> It's like, I appreciate Gary's points on the drug war, and it's one of his stronger topics, I'd say, to talk about in general. But as always seems to be the case to me, he has presented with the opportunity to talk about all the shortcomings of the drug war and how it hurts people, especially minorities, and the and how justice is, is not equally applied when it comes to the law in these cases. And then he somehow just decided to bring up the fact that, that Whitney Houston uh, was a, a cocaine addict and uh, makes holes in your heart. I don't know what to I say mean, about that. He's in trying fairness, to be educational. In fairness, it's just like, that's just one quote from this article summarizing the event. So I don't know. Maybe he made coherent points around it, but this still seems like a weird thing to bring up. Like, let me tell you about Whitney Houston. She died of cocaine anyway. And the war on drugs. Good old non sequitur <laughs> Gary Johnson. <laughs> oh, what do you guys think did, of that? Did, good or bad? I mean, what, what do you think? Good, bad? Are we actually going to good or bad? You mean on or off? Come on. What do you we know what I mean? System? You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a, a John Thon, because why not? At this point, why not? If it gets him talking about the war on drugs, who cares? It got him a headline on the Daily Caller. At this point, I don't even, I don't even know. It did get did. him a headline. The headline was Gary Johnson says uh, Whitney Houston is cocaine, a habitual hey. co- cocaine abuser or something. Maybe he's just trying to get all the search terms he can in his uh, speeches so he gets more more hits. How more many traffic. people are, are Googling Whitney Houston cocaine right now? I you have by the no way, idea. I, it's I one it of the crack. top trending topics on Google all the time. I thought it was Whitney Houston and crack, so he might have even messed that up. Nice job, Johnson. John's off. Absolutely, John's off. I'm in the same boat as Mark. At this point, I don't know. It's a Johnson. At least he's talking about being against a drug war. He's doing it in an incoherent way, but I'm I'm not picky anymore. All right, but then what about? Okay, so he's staying on point in this one. But what about when he? Uh, what about when he posted his Facebook group, his Facebook page that he wants his group, to, his private group, his private <laughs> Facebook group where he just sits and smokes weed imagine, in the camera? Can you picture Gary Johnson like moderating a Facebook group? <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, uh, now, but how about him pushing his book during the campaign in the middle of the campaign? He posts a video where he's like, "Hey, guys, come to a Q and A with me about my book." I mean, the weird thing about it, I mean, candidates do write books all the time, and usually it's like way before their campaign. You know, it's 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 the the lead in before to their campaign before they even have one. Or you find out later they put out a book after the campaign because the whole point of the campaign was to, like, raise their profile to sell some books. But this the timing is just so strange because it's like three weeks before the election. It's when all the focus in theory, if you're a serious, legitimate candidate for anything, you're focusing on election, election. And suddenly I see this Facebook live feed pop up. And and first of all, it starts with 12 seconds of Gary, just like blinking and awkwardly (laughs) looking around. And that's the worst thing he does, by the way, as a human is blink. It's very awkward. (laughs) 
but it is actually the best part of the video. And then he goes. <laughs> It seemed like he was legitimately surprised there was a camera there. <laughs> he was he was literally reading his own book, and they're like, "You're on camera, uh, Gary." You know what? Someday when this is all done, I, I want to sit down and just well, I guess I won't have a beer with him. He'll smoke a joint, and you know we'll have some beers and hang out with Gary because he probably is ridiculous to hang out with for for reasons that we've gone over for months. <laughs> well, if he would ever accept the invite to be on the show, we could find out firsthand, but he hasn't. Maybe after the campaign, I want to come on and promote the old cannabis sativa. Promote the book. You can yeah, promote, promote the book. The book. I'll, do, I'll do a book review. I really will. Gary, send me a copy to, um, well, I'm not going to give you my address because I don't want you showing up here, but. <laughs> 1111 Liberty me. Hood Drive. 113 Liberty Drive. Okay. <laughs> what are the odds Gary Johnson, like 10 years after everyone forgets about him, is on a VH1 reality show, like The Surreal Life, where he's oh, playing with Big Bell brother. Ice? One hundred percent. I can't wait. Can oh no! You know what? They, no, they're, they're going to be on uh, divorce camp or celebrity boot camp, divorce camp, or whatever the fuck that show is called. Him and Bill Well. That's what's going to happen. You don't it's think they'll break up, do you? After a big reunion thing. on after everything Phil. they've been through. On the well, they're going to go trail. on the show to save their relationship. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Here, he's going to be. They're going to be with Honey Boo Boo's mom and Sugar Bear. He's kiss amazing. on the forehead. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we all agree that. So uh, clearly, John's off for that one. Terrible. Hey guys, a quick editor's note. Uh, we actually had an impression from Rico earlier as well when we were trick or treating, which unfortunately the audio got lost and uh, and corrupted on that segment. It was gold though, baby. Trust me, it was gold. But I'm gonna play the clip here that we uh, that we talked about when we were trick or treating, so you know what we're talking about in this later segment that you're about to hear. I mean, I, I've looked and searched for any credible economist who would think it's sensible to abolish income tax, abolish the IRS, abolish corporation tax and replace it with effectively one large sales tax and think that makes sense. Well, uh, like I say, we have a difference of opinion. I'm not saying that you and I disagree. I'm saying most of the world's major economies, most of the world's major economists disagree with you. Look, I, I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue, really. But you, it's not a question of arguing. Look, I came out for the legalization of marijuana. Let me just use that as an example. And I will tell you that I had people in my face for years and years and years talking about how stupid and how idiotic it was that we should allow marijuana to be legal. But that's what's that got to do with your tax policy? It's leadership. It is leadership. What do you guys think about the fired up? Getting fired up. I'll let somebody else run with that topic. Well, you were mentioning him bringing up the drug war <laughs> at random times. And this is a classic example of it because he was talking about taxes. <laughs> taxes. So anyways, he was talking about his tax policy. And then he's like, yeah, and we've been talking about marijuana for years. I've been saying it should be illegal. And the guy's like, well, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> he's like, it's leadership, damn it. <laughs> yeah, what? I love that. It's leadership. What? So leader, your idea of leadership is uh, just going off on crazy tangents for no reason and talking about how, uh, and by the, how is he a leader on anything involving the drug war? Did he have any, any legislation involving the drug war when he was governor of New Mexico? I don't think so. Right. Well, he, he has been in favor of legalizing pot for a really long time. Yeah. Since I mean, like, he, he, 
early 2000s. I think. He came out even when he was governor um, uh, for a legal pot when a time when he was already in office, it didn't help. It actually hurt him. His, his poll numbers plummeted and then he rebounded and won the second term. But he was coming out on this. He was way ahead of everybody. This is one thing I definitely give Gary Johnson credit for. He was talking about legalizing pot way, way before it was, you know, a popular, you know, a political, an acceptable political thing to say. So you would say he was a leader. Yeah, I, yeah, would, I think I think the one. problem was is he left out the words in between that are supposed to explain <laughs> why the two things are linked and why that why that made him a leader. Step and, uh, one: collect underpants. Step two: step three: leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's going to be in the book. Oh, yeah. Yes, that'll be it. the entire book. Is is that missing centerpiece with no introduction or ending? By the way, but, uh, <laughs> just the middle point. His point didn't make sense anyways, because he said at the beginning of the interview that, well, he's like, well, my, there's no way my tax plan would make it through Congress anyways. How's right. that leadership? Yeah, exactly. Pro- I, giving up and rolling over. He's oh, like, guys, you know, you know, I can't convince anybody of anything. So what do you say? What are you so worried about? <laughs> he's like, have you heard me speak? No one's buying what I'm selling. In defense of Gary Johnson and tax plan, uh, there's never been a president in my lifetime. Their tax plans made it through Congress. No, that's a good point. Not what happens. Well, the Bush tax cuts, wasn't that a thing? That was a thing, but I think that was more just because the overall economy was in such a shit but that yeah, uh, but they, Congress, they Congress as a whole. Well, are you talking about that? Are you talking about the – well, yeah, the taxes did go through, I guess. That's true. I was thinking yeah, more of the, the um, stimulus. They said uh, 300 buckaroos in my pocket. No, but there was the original book tax yeah. cuts even before that. Not that yeah, the original yeah, Bush. Like in, yeah. We were in college, I think, when we got a check yeah. for that. I mean, it was a really long time ago, it was, yeah. yeah, it was like two thousand three, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, we don't, we don't need. We're we're beyond the fact portion of the show, so we'll we, never. But I don't think we started with the fact portion of the show. We had a ghost of we, Mark well, Allen Feldman. Feldman facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did have a Feldman fact. That was true. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I know what you guys are saying, but I do agree though. It's you can't just like Rico said, you can't make a position or make a pitch about leadership and about your positioning if you admit that none of the things that you're pitching are going to happen. What's the freaking point then? It's like if you're coaching a football team and you're like, guys, we're going to lose. Let's go. And then you charge through the, the paper shit what, what, and you fall down your what, face. What's so annoying about it is like the, the, the host guy, he's like millions of the world's economists say that the fair tax is awful and can never work. What do you think about that? And it's so easy. It's so, there are so many ways to answer this question. I mean, seriously, how about, well, all the world's economists thought the housing bubble was going to go on forever. Or, or how about, you know, why? of course, these people that are all vested in the current system support. It. I mean, there's so many. Or how about you don't know until you try it? How about you instead, try it and see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> and anything. Instead, he bumbles around and starts talking about pot. Yep. <laughs> like, come on, Gary. I think he always reverts to that talking point because it's been maybe it has really been ten weeks, and it's just like his mind is co- is collapsing <laughs> on itself, and that's all he can think about. I was thinking that too because he kept mentioning he really and, misses weed. The yeah. entire podcast, he kept saying, "Well, it's been six weeks since I smoked weed, and every time it had been six weeks." <laughs> Maybe he's going through some kind of uh, crisis here. It's gonna be like that like Seinfeld iconic. episode Seinfeld. where they don't masturbate. Gary Johnson's just gonna walk in. Bill Weld's gonna be sitting at the desk, and Gary Johnson's gonna go in and <laughs> slap a hundred dollar bills down and go, "I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> Now you got to post that Seinfeld clip in the show. Gladly, so I will. Young, so the youngins know what we're talking about. I hope you guys are taking notes because I'm not taking notes right now. <laughs> I'll listen to it again. Though. I'll listen to all 85 minutes of this un- yes, unedited podcast. 
Oh God! All right, so what do we what do we say for that though? What what about what about Gary Johnson? Yeah, do you guys like him? Let's put it this way: Let's not say this specific instance in general. Do you like Gary Johnson getting fired up? Because it seems like his de facto go to now is that Gary Johnson gets fired up. I Johnson like it as for entertainment purposes. So I'm going to give it a Johnson on because I like being entertained. But if I'm going to ask if this helps him at all, no, it makes him look like a libertarian lunatic tick and, you know, hammers home the point that he's just not a serious candidate. So Johnson's off in reality. All right. Odie. Yeah, I, I got to pretty much say the same thing. I mean, at times to get fired up, depending on the circumstances, maybe during a, a debate or something like that, which obviously he hasn't been included in. I think it's OK to get fired up and it shows you know, that you are passionate about what you're talking about. But he's getting fired up when he's getting interviewed in a basement full of reporters and just at weird times when there's no reason to get fired up. <laughs> Rico, so John's off. So you're saying John's off. <laughs> Rico with the reporter. I think we got to ask the serious question: Does Gary Johnson have the temperament to be president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How come Bill didn't mention Gary Johnson's temperament in his little love letter? That's Bill Weld's next move. He's going to start saying that. <laughs> so I will. My, my running mate does not have the temperament to be president. <laughs> uh. He's gonna, I, Bill Weld's going to be a mutineer. Basically, he's going to be like, I relieve you of command, sir, and then take control of the ticket. Uh, yes, John's off for me. And, and I will round that out with another John's off. So, yeah, shameful. And then, of course, hey, guys, how great was it in our dream to see where Bill grew up and where he lives? That was nice. That was the nicest part, actually. A lovely neighborhood. And next to Bill and Hillary. Right next that, to the right next to the Clinton camp. Bet a lot of barbecues were had there. I bet what do you want to bet that little Bill had a crush on little Hillary? Well, that's a presuming that Bill and Hillary Clinton lived together as children, I guess. Yeah, they, they grew up as children together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Bill as like back to the future Biff after he gets punched <laughs> out or he's like waxing Marty's car. And he's like and Bill comes out and he's like, oh. Or Bill sure Clinton comes out. He's like, oh, is that two coats, Mr. Wells? He's like, oh, sure. I'll put the other one on. <laughs> uh, excellent. I'll that's, also that's link to Gary that. Gary at, at Bill's house. Gary is going to be um, uh, Marty's dad with the, George McFly when he's like, you know, in, in the real world, yeah. in the first version before they change history, and who's just like, you know, he's what's his name's bitch. Bistis. Hello. Hello, Johnson. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god is there any way that we could pay gary johnson and bill weld to reshoot back to the future is this the second gary time by the McCall? way that built that this been a back to the future oh we did it for the candidacy where they were all uh yeah it was it was uh, mcafee i think was doc brown you just signed <laughs> yourself up for another photoshop Ugh. i challenge <laughs> our audience to retroactively make oh yeah it. let's challenge the audience if you can make a, anybody out there listening Make us a Photoshop of, uh, you know, of Gary and Bill as, as, as Marty and, um, and Biff. Oh, he's Biff, it's Biff yeah. right? Okay. We, we do have so some listeners have some serious Photoshop. We skills. do. This is a real yeah. challenge. And when they do so, they can post that in the Lions of Liberty Forum, our private Facebook group. You can find that by just searching Lions of Liberty Forum in your little search bar there on Facebook. And we, of course, link to it in the show notes for every show. No excuse for not finding it unless you don't want to be on Facebook. And I can't blame you. But you can email it to me if you're one of those people, Mark, M-A-R-C at lionsofliberty.com. So even then, we will look at your photo and give you some shout outs and some and prizes you can't even imagine. 
Because they don't and, exist. Yeah, but, uh, right. That's why. They might be no, but they're coming. They do. They are coming. I promise you that. We're, Try uh, to imagine it. Try. They are coming. Whatever. Whatever your wildest dreams can think of. That's what we're we're working on. I'm sure. Uh, but there really will be prizes. Uh, but let's give a great. So how about that statement though that Bill Will put out? Like, I mean, are you fucking kidding me with that statement? And then they retracted it. And they put out a, another statement saying, "Oh no, no, he didn't mean that. He, you know, he obviously wants you to vote." For Gary Johnson and Bill Weld, he doesn't want you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's not what he was saying. Yeah, there, there's two sides to this because there's the there's the articles out there that are kind of being a little hyperbolic with the headline, like "Libertarians concede the race, America is shocked, endorse Hillary Clinton." And like, America would have to know who they are to be shocked. Yeah, like America is not shocked. They don't even know who these guys are. First of all, second of all, okay, yeah, okay, fine. He didn't like say those words, but then there's the other side of, of all the people defending him. They're like, guys, did you re- even read it? He didn't endorse Hillary Clinton. You're not reading it. No, you're not reading it, you dummies, because you're not reading between the lines. If you read the thing, he doesn't say the words, I'm conceding the race, but he pretty much does. He pretty much says, well, we gave it our best shot. The Commission on Presidential Debate screwed us. And then he goes into this. He doesn't talk about liberty. He doesn't talk about how we got to continue to fight for liberty and advance value. And he doesn't talk about like Clinton either. No, he does all. not talk about Clinton. All he goes into is this diatribe about how terrible Donald Trump is, how uh, how much the world's going to end if this guy with this temperament gets into presidency. Meanwhile, look who Hillary Clinton is. And and to look, if you want to criticize both of them, I would have no problem with this at all. If he said the Donald Trump stuff and then said, well, hey, but look what the DNC is doing, inciting violence. Look at Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation. Look what Hillary wants to do in Syria and start World War III. How about going off that stuff, Bill, if you're going to look at these guys so critically? It's so freaking obvious that this guy is a Hillary Clinton plant. I cannot even believe there's anybody defending him anymore. I mean, he donated to a Republican governor not that long ago, rightly censored by the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire, Roger Paxton, Daryl Perry. That's the right thing to do. And he, because he should be censured for that. He's literally supporting another party right. in a state for a party he pledged to wear his Libertarian hat for life for. The guy is a clown. The guy is a shill. And Gary is a fucking clown for bringing him into his campaign in the first place. End of Bill Weld rant. And all the delegates who voted for Bill Weld are also clowns. You should be ashamed of yourselves. It's disgusting. <laughs> maybe, they're, maybe they're the scary clowns terrorizing <laughs> Americans. All the former delegates. <laughs> that probably. <laughs> feel like we have no other option now. We've we got to terrify children guys. into voting for Bill Weld. Scary yeah. clowns are the are the well, Johnson Weld delegates. Yeah, it's it's just so ridiculous. You, it's it's really an indefensible statement. Like you said, if you're not mentioning, if you go both ways, fine. If you're not mentioning Clinton at all, and then it also has that rhetoric in it at the end where it's like your vote is too important to waste, and it's like yeah, but you're not saying to not you're not saying like Gary says, vote for what you believe in, vote for liberty, vote to make a statement that the two party duopoly is fucking bullshit. He just is like Trump's so bad he can't be president. Don't waste your vote. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He almost did say, he did say at one point, if you are, you know, sure you're going to vote for one of the two parties if you're stuck in the two party system. And then he went on to trash Trump. It was like, if you've already discounted us entirely. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which you have. But you clearly have. Yeah. But you know what? Let's say, guys, so obviously that's a John Soft. We don't need to go around the circle. John Soft. Ugh, Billy the worst. What what was he talking about at the very end though? The guy interviewing said, 
well, if Trump's elected, we won't have a two-party duopoly. We'll instead have a one-party state, and Welch says, I completely agree. Well, what does that mean? Did somehow Trump is going to yeah, suppress the, the Democratic Party somehow? Yeah, how, I, how does I don't that understand. happen? Please, please elaborate. I, I'd I love, love to the know. fact we already have a one-party state. It just has two heads to it, and yeah, Bill right. Weld is a part of it. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're like trading, uh, people are talking like Trump's going to be – He's going to rule the world and he's going to be a dictator. And it's like, no, he's not. He's not going to do shit. Just like most presidents can't really do shit because Congress is there for a reason. I mean, give me a fucking break about this. It's Can just- I throw out a uh, possible mind weld? Yes. Is it too late in the show? No, it's never too late. Hold on. Let me cue the sound effect. All right. Go so, ahead. This is purely hypothetical and conjecture. Maybe not hypothetical, but previous emails, WikiLeaks, um, showed that Clinton wanted Trump to be the Republican candidate because he'd probably yeah, be easier only person to she defeat. could beat. Yeah. What if yet to be released WikiLeaks showed Hillary also wanted Weld to be in the Libertarian Party just as kind of a insurance policy? Ooh, Dude, that would be awesome. incredible. That, that would, would be the WikiLeaks of the year. I can't would wait. Would it be surprising though? I can't wait. It's coming. I can't no, wait not for surprising. it. No, not at all. It'll be so Get my great. man, Bill. He says I'm a good kid. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what the agreement was. Like, so we're going to pay Bill $3 million and he's going to be the foreign secretary to Brazil or whatever it was. Somebody in the forum actually corrected us, Rico, on the last Liber- uh, Mr. Johnson's Liberty Hood. We were talking about what exactly Bill Weld was lobbying for as a uh, he was supposed to be the head of the consulate, wherever the foreign ambassador. I thought it was country. supposed to be. Costa Rica and then someone said Mexico. I would much rather be the uh, ambassador to Costa Rica. Oh, by it was supposed far. To be Mexico originally. Yeah, Mexico. So correct us. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe he's Jesse going. Helms. Maybe he's going back to Mexico. Who knows? But yeah, that's a good. That's a good theory. I can't wait to see if it happens. Uh, Don't and- let the wall hit you on the way out, Bill. <laughs> I get it. Don't let the freezer hit you on the way out. <laughs> he's taking the freezer with him. That's what you know. What? Yeah, Bill. Good luck in Mexico, buddy. I've seen the freezers in Mexico, and they do not work that well. Or that weld. So let's say, by the way, let's end on a high note here, guys. All right? Let's end on a high note. Let's talk about New Mexico. Because Gary Johnson's polling like 25% in New Mexico, and all he needs, in theory, is like one state to really force con- or force the Electoral College to decide between him and these other two uh, tard clowns. So that's encouraging, doubly so because Rico, tell the people out there about uh, the little the little bet that we've made. Well, I'm trying. I'm pulling up my account now, and I can't <laughs> remember the exact odds. Let me see. Pending wagers. Wait, I thought gambling was illegal. <laughs> $50 on a uh, libertarian to win the primary in New Mexico at plus $5,500. Uh, Wait, the 50- primary? That's not going to Or not yet. the primary. The uh, <laughs> yeah, general election? The, yeah, the general election. <laughs> oh, crap, no, on the primary. <laughs> yeah. Is that your Lebo moment? <laughs> yes. So... If Gary Johnson uh, were to win New Mexico, that $50 pays out $2,750. Booyah! Come on, Gary! That would be the best thing Gary Johnson ever did for you. Johnson! (laughs) (laughs) 
that you think would be any, awesome. realistically, is there any chance that happening? I mean, he is pulling at twenty four percent. So yeah, I think it's very there. realistic yeah. as they tear into each other more and more as more as more stuff comes out from WikiLeaks brings Clinton down. I mean, look, probably Trump will win the state, but you never know, man. Twenty twenty four twenty five percent is pretty. That's pretty high polling. And who Isn't knows? Isn't Mexico normally a blue state? No, it, it is a. Democrat. It is, yeah. That mm-hmm. that was their claim, claim to fame. Well, they were like, we're Republican governors, a, yeah. a governor, a Republican governor in a Democratic state. So. Yeah, exactly. So please, God, just let him get that one. Even we, though I spell we, your name with a lowercase G, <laughs> give me this one. <laughs> give me this one, God. All right, Mark. You know what? So anyway, that that's some hope for Gary. And also, you know what gives us hope, guys. I know Mark was talking about this. The the Lions of Liberty Forum on Facebook gives us hope. Hope for humanity, hope for libertarianism. With thank you everybody that's that's active on the forum. Mark, you want to you want to talk about a recent uh a posting there to wrap this show up. So uh, hit it, bud. I do. I want to uh I want to talk about this post real quick. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to flat out read it. And uh it actually there's a Gary Johnson tie-in in here as well, but I did want to read this cuz I do appreciate our forum members. Uh we had a guy in there this week who clearly not a libertarian, but he, he joined the forum and he was posting a pro Jill Stein meme and you know he, that that could happen. This is a little sidetrack. That could happen in so many libertarian groups and the guy would just get rid just ripped to shreds, you know? But and people disagree with him a lot, but he wasn't coming in there dog he even said, I'm here. I'm curious about the ideas. And and I think that's great. Like, you don't have to come in agreeing with us. You don't even have to leave agreeing with us. You just have to have a respectful conversation. And so many people, many people disagree with him on a lot of points, but it was the most, like, the best conversation. I mean, there's there was no, you're an idiot, uh, you're a statist. There's none of that stuff. So the Lions Liberty Forum is a place where you can truly ha- have these great conversations without descending into ad hom madness. And um, I did want to point out one post, though, uh, from a, a fella, Austin Wilson. And I'm going to read this out here real quick. Uh, uh, and then um, there's a Gary Johnson tie-in, as I said. So I think it's actually an interesting talking point. But I did want to read this post from Austin Wilson. He said, I wanted to take some time <clears throat> and thank the Lions of Liberty podcast for changing the way I look at American politics. Me, in a nutshell, I was raised Republican. And once I got to college, I didn't give two shits about politics. I voted for Barack in the last few elections because I thought it was the right thing to do. I voted for Bernie in the primaries because I thought it was the right thing to do. However, when I found out I had to choose between Trump and Clinton, I knew it was time for me to find the voice out there for me. See, my grandparents are legal immigrants from Mexico, and I come from a family of small business owners, restaurant owners, jewelers, glassblowers, etc. Glassblowers, Gary Johnson's interested. I was introduced I was introduced to Gary Johnson, and I loved what he was preaching. Small government and socially tolerable. I never understood why one couldn't be for homosexuals to marry while also having the smallest government possible. While I listened to as many Gary Johnson YouTube videos as I possibly could, I needed more information. I then got into Google and typed in Best Libertarian Podcasts. I stumbled across an article that We Are Libertarians, shout out to Chris Bengel, posted that included Tom Woods, Jason Stapleton, Johnny Rocket Launchpad, and of course, of course, Lions of Liberty. The descriptor said, much like We, we Are Libertarians, enjoy a beer and catch up with friends. I loved it. The first podcast I listened to was Lions of Liberty, and it truly changed me. It made me realize that there are people in the country that believe in what I believe in, which is limited government, civil liberties, and drinking a nice adult beverage. Thank you to everyone at Lions of Liberty for showing me the fire of liberty. And yeah, nicely uh, said. Cheer, Look at that. Awesome. Slow clap for Austin Wilson. Good Not really job, for Austin. Austin Wilson, but I mean, you know, for everybody that that has become a part of this conversation because, you know, trust me, we're not making money at this. We're not becoming millionaires. We're not becoming any heirs. We're not becoming 10 cent heirs at this Some would right argue now. we're losing money. 
thousands you of dollars. You could argue that. You could argue that. We've actually documented it. So, some would be correct <laughs> if they argue that. <laughs> we, we do this because we want to do what we're doing here, inspire people to, to think about things differently and, and hopefully become inclined towards the ideas of liberty. And uh, I was so, um, just want to thank Austin for posting that, first of all, because honestly, it's stuff like that that keeps me going, hearing stories like that. So if, if you've got a story like Austin Wilson, please come over to the forum and post it. You, like I said, you can also email me, Mark, M-A-R-C at lionsofliberty.com. You can tweet to us at Lions of Liberty. So many ways to get in touch with us. But what I really found the most interesting about this is he did come into libertarianism. And we've, we've had a lot of conversation about this through Gary Johnson. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, Roger Paxson, the most strongly <laughs> that he is not a libertarian flat out. I mean, even us, I, I might say he's libertarian on like, you know, 10% of things. It isn't so bad on other things, but we, we, we still end up tearing him to shreds, even trying to be nice, nice about it. Um, but you got to say now he at least has done this for some people and he's not the first one to mention it. Larry Sharp, Remzo Martinez, they all said that they had first heard Johnny Johnny Adams, they first heard about libertarianism, just heard the word from Gary Johnson. So even though I think Gary Johnson takes a lot of incorrect positions, doesn't portray himself correctly, doesn't portray the ideas of liberty correctly, there's some circumstantial evidence out there that just his presence and getting out there in whatever way he's been able to, which, you know, bad or good, he has gotten more coverage than any other libertarian candidate. I do think a lot of that is the circumstances, the same circumstances that pushed Austin to look for this stuff uh, of Trump and Clinton. But I think you got to give some kind of credit here to Gary Johnson, because when this this number of people are telling me they first learned about libertarianism because of him, and then they come to people like us, and maybe we're bringing them down that pathway a little bit more, you got to give him credit, and I'm going to give him a strong Johnson for this. Johnson! Johnson! All right, yeah, I guess we can we can concede that point that, you know what, but hey. Still no. worthy of criticism, I was gonna, I was, I was going to say something bad and be like, but what if it wasn't him? And how much more, how many more people would come in? No, no, I'm no, not, I'm going to, I'm going to refrain. I'm going to refrain. We'll never know. I mean, yeah, who knows? What if it was so you could communicate the ideals of liberty even, even better, even more strongly than Johnson? My and God, they the block in droves. Is it all just because there's a human being there saying the word libertarianism and it it could be anybody? How much of it is the fact that it's Gary Johnson? How much of the attention is because it's two-term governor Gary Johnson? Or how much of it is just because Trump and Clinton? Well, you know what? I will give them this. You know, Jill Stein has largely, even though she's polling a few percent in places— She's largely been ignored. So I'll give credit to Gary and Bill for that. They, they have gotten media coverage. They, they are at least in the conversation where you don't hear Jill Stein mention the conversation and rightly so, in my opinion. But, but you know what? Jill Stein is included in every single poll and Jill Stein doesn't have Bill Weld as her vice president. So how'd that happen? Who is her vice president? Is it just like a cactus no with sunglasses on? His last no name is like the cow or something. <laughs> Something Baraka. He's got a pretty cool name, actually. Baraka. Yeah, and he called. He called President Obama and Uncle Tom. I remember that. Yeah. Wow. I think we'd like this guy. <laughs> Maybe so. All right, guys. Well, you know what? Let's wrap it up there because uh, I have about seventeen hours of editing to do on this podcast. So let's wrap it up. You know what? Instead, I don't know about you, Mark, but I think instead of uh, our usual sign off, well, should we, we do one more thing? I know this is going long, but okay, go, I feel go because ahead. this is the last Gary Johnson show before the election. So should we quickly just oh, do our good prediction point. how he's going to finish? I yes. think since we, we're probably not going to do this again. Yes, before good the, point. Before it all Thank goes you. Down. Thank you. Yes, go ahead. Why don't you start it off? Oh, I got to go first. Damn it. Yeah. All right. I, I'm gonna say. I, I'm just going to say Gary Johnson gets between three and five percent of the vote, but does not get that 
it'll be like 4.9. I don't think he's going to get that 5% that, that even, even that 5%, there's a lot of myths about what that does. Some states it helps. Some states it can possibly hurt. Some states it doesn't matter. Um, but either way, I don't think he's getting that. He might get it. He will get it in some states. Don't get me wrong. I think he will hit it maybe in, in certain states. I think he'll definitely hit it in New Mexico. And I think he'll do it, but he's not going to get 5% of the national popular vote. I just, considering 1% is what the, the highest any libertarians ever gotten. I just don't do not see that happening. I think a lot of the, the end of the day, so many people are going to be inflamed by the Trump Clinton thing. And I think a lot of people are going to still revert to that lesser of evils mentality and end up voting for one or the other, whichever they perceive to be the worst best. I think more people than before will, will go third party, but not enough to give them more than the 5%. So three All to right. 5%, nothing spectacular, but the thing is three to 5%. You're still going to hear a lot of libertarians saying, see best, best showing of all time. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what lessons are going to be learned due to the conditions, but yeah. Okay. So uh, Rico, what about you? What do you think? I would go with the low end of Mark's prediction. I think he'll get about 3% and he will not win New Mexico. So uh, sorry. Don't say that. Don't (laughs) you say that. Didn't you put money down too? It's not just my money. I did not put $50 down. (laughs) Yeah. But you put like a dollar. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe a little bit more, but if Gary does win, um, I will fly out to party and we'll invite Gary along. Nice. That's what I like to have hear, nothing man. Else to do. I'm going to fly and I'm going to rig some boats in uh, New Mexico. I'm going to find, I'm going to dig up some dead people. That's what I'm going to do. What about you? Odie? Up, what do you think? Just call up those guys from that, uh, project Veritas video. They got fired. They can probably help you out with that. Yeah, exactly. Get some, Donald, get some Donald Ducks. Or because they don't have a job. Because they don't have a job. Yeah. They'll, they'll probably be dead soon. But yeah. Damn sure. They crossed the Clintons. You don't end up alive after that. But uh, I, I was talking about the guys on the video, not the people that made the video. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. The probably, guy, the glasses, probably they'll all be dead. Anyone the associated with that video will be dead within a year. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's your prediction? Uh, I'm going to say Gary Johnson overall popular vote, like 2.5%. And I think he will get close in New Mexico, but he will lose. I think Trump's going to win New Mexico. And yeah, he won't, he won't get 5% overall. He will get, get it in some States. And like Mark said, I think, unfortunately people will say, look, he got more than double the vote. So we should get more people like Gary Johnson and libertarian party more Republican lights, which we don't need. So interesting. That. All right. Three, three, uh, negative Nancy's. You know what? Even though I think I do agree. I think most people at the end of the day will revert and say, well, Johnson's not going to win. I'm just going to, I'm going to vote for, uh, for Clinton or Trump. Even in our own emails, we've been saying that in a swing state, would we just vote for Trump because we hate Hillary Clinton so passionately <laughs> that we don't want her to win. But I'm going to say Gary Johnson will get over the 5% threshold. I'm going to say he's going to get 6%. And I know I'm the contra- I'm, I'm going counter to everybody here, and I stand by my, my, uh, my assessment. 6%. You heard it here first. Boom. Blown it up. Not going to be the last time we ever talk about Gary Johnson. No, we'll do a, we'll do a post. We'll do a posthumous. <laughs> well, we're going to do a eulogy is uh, that's what I'm going to call it. It'll be a, a Liberty Hood eulogy to Gary Johnson and Bill Weld. <laughs> Looking back at all the fond times we've had with Gary. Uh, now we'll do one more show after this one, after the election. So don't worry, you'll get your Liberty Hood fix. And don't worry, guys, there'll be there'll be more to come. We'll we'll talk more about this uh, in the weeks to come. But in 2017 is going to be a very exciting year for the Lions of Liberty podcast. A lot of new stuff's coming your guys' way, and uh, I think everybody will be really, really uh, excited about it. 
Maybe so somebody guys, can make a uh, can make a montage of all the surprise Gary faces. Oh, that would be that, uh, awesome, show. awesome! Because he does look like a shocked bird all the yep. time. All right, well, this seems to be wrapping up. Mark, you want to take us out with a special Halloween? Live long, live free. Hit it, man! Live long and, and live, live free. free. Oh yes, my Undertaker. Oh, Hillary. Oh yeah, don't wake up! Don't wake up! Don't wake up! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>